0: Hello and welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, where today we will be discussing Masonic meetings on Zoom and some of the myths about them.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, brethren all, welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, a casual conversation around Freemasonry. First, it's important to note that our thoughts and opinions are our own and do not reflect those of our Grand Lodge or respective craft or concordant bodies. Please connect with us and ask questions via our website at the working tools podcastcom
0: tonight on the working tools podcast we're going to talk about sort of the meeting culture on zoom and uh, how meetings are going to work here in the near future at least in Washington and some of the myths about how it how it'll work and maybe we'll touch on some other good stuff too so we have with us today uh, I'll, I'll start on my left this time worshipful brother Stephen Chung of the the uh, out in Kelowna, B.C., and the Grand Lodge of British Columbia in the Yukon. Right, Worshipful Brother Trevor McCune who's a grand historian up in our our Brothers to the North. And I'm a uh, very Worshipful Brother, Matthew Apple. I'm the, uh, just a guy here in Washington, a mason in Washington. We have a our usual fourth host. David is uh, not available tonight. He's uh, dealing with a family matter, and we, uh, we wish him all the best in that, and we'll be praying for him and his family. But... Um, yeah, so we were discussing right before we started here. We were going to talk about something else entirely, and then all of a sudden we got interested in a, in a new topic. So we're going to discuss a little bit about uh, tiling meetings and masonry and and uh, Zoom meetings and that sort of stuff. So, did you guys have questions, thoughts? Where were we going with that?
1: Well, I'm again it. <laughs> Anything. I'm again it all. I fear it's change. Interesting how. I've found within myself, as I've aged, I've become more conservative. Uh, I'm sure this happens to most people. And I uh, do not like the direction that it appears that Freemasonry is going in. And I don't know if I'm on the wrong side of history and I'm just a grumpy old man, or if I have a serious point to make about this, but I'll make my point and we'll see what happens. Several jurisdictions in North America are discussing how they can keep Freemasonry going during a pandemic. Interesting that we waited until the pandemic was almost over before we started discussing this. And I suggest that the pandemic is simply an excuse by those brethren who already are wanting us to allow meetings, tile meetings, ritual, voting, balloting, possibly conferral of degrees to be done online in video conference. And I'm again, it. that's not Freemasonry to me, but I have to realize I'm a grumpy old man. And I remember 30 years ago, grumpy old man then who walked away from their lodge for no other reason than the brethren did a little historical research in one particular lodge and realized that the altar in their lodge shouldn't be in the middle of the room but like emulation <laughs> work in England should be in the East. And the Lodge voted, and they changed it, and three members, grumpy old men to a man, quit over the fact that that was no longer Freemasonry. So I always have that as a role model when I discuss things like this. But I really think, and I'm sorry to sort of overwhelm you two for a moment. I'll shut up in a moment. I really think we have to look, as we did in an earlier broadcast, the definition of words. Tiled. What does tiled mean? And many people say, oh, well, Zoom or whatever video conferencing software is secure. No one can spy on us. That's not my point. My definition of tiled is that we've gone into a space, taken four walls. We have done a magical incantation and we have turned it into a temple. We have sealed that space. It is now a sacred space to open the door, to punch a hole through it electronically, anything is to untile that space. And it's no longer Freemasonry. And that's pretty much all I have to say on that. Thank you.
2: Well, I, (laughs) well, I don't know, when it comes to um, the way they're trying to do things, uh, I, I, I commend the efforts but I don't know that, like, like I've, I've already received the letter from the Grand Lodge of Washington and somebody sent it to me and, and said what they were going to do. And, and I thought, well, that, it's interesting. And I, and, I, and I commend them in their efforts to try and keep going. Um, but though you wouldn't have ritual and your lodge would be deemed open, your ability to vote and uh, conduct the business that needs to be conducted isn't really addressed in that, um, because, like Trevor was alluding to, the tiled lodge, right? And whether there's a lot of um, naysayers out there with respect to the security of Zoom, right? And that we could be eavesdropped on or you know looked into by. Uh, uh, and eavesdroppers while we're having our meetings. And I I don't know enough about the technology to know whether it's secure enough or not, but um, I don't believe that we can actually properly conduct the business of a lodge um, in a virtual meeting. Um, At least not Uh, not without having some certainty of it being properly tiled.
1: Now, something we have done in British Columbia and Yukon, the Grand Minister sent out several rulings on this, where what it sounds like you're considering in Washington State, we already permit, we just don't call it a lodge meeting, it's the Board of General Purposes. And if you want to have a board meeting, uh, and sit around on Zoom and say, okay, well, uh, we still have to pay the rent and we still have to pay the secretary's honorarium and we still have to pay this charity we're committed to. So we have to collect dues. And do we, you can get a consensus, you can take a straw poll, you can make a decision, is what we've told our lodges. All you have to do is keep a minute of that so that the minute you get back, the meaning of the word minute once you get back into a large room tiled you will then vote to confirm decisions you made over the previous yes.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah the uh, grand master has essentially said that all lodges will be open on their stating meeting nights and their stated meeting times and their bylaws and that they can do the businessy things so reading the communications uh, issuing demits education charitable relief etc um, but they cannot do any of the esoteric work. They cannot ballot on petitions for degrees or affiliation. Can't confer degrees. Can't do the posting lecture. As I whack my microphone, can't do the posting lecture or any other esoteric things. Which I think, as we were just saying, is is uh, a lot like the general purposes meetings that that you guys do up north. That um, that David is so envious of. That uh, is allows essentially to allow the lodges to reconnect as lodges and to do the business of lodges without having to rely on that executive committee to make all the decisions. Right, and I
2: think you were mentioning that it's more, I think, an effort to get the lodges to uh, reconnect them in themselves and, and um, moving forward, like the, the lodges have been inactive now for over a year. And as you were saying, some of them aren't, aren't getting together on Zoom so really, what are they doing and, and how can we get them engaged again, right?
0: Right. And I was, I was actually really surprised by that, that some lodges aren't doing anything. I, we, so our lodge, when, when we stopped meeting in person, literally, we started having weekly meetings. where So we were meeting more often. <laughs> and even if it was just a Zoom, it wasn't a real meeting meeting. It wasn't a business meeting. But at least we were getting together saying, hey, how you doing? Everybody okay kind of thing. And we've actually tapered off a little bit since then to, to doing it every other week or monthly, depending on what's going on um so it's sort of interesting in my mind that there are lodges like i said in in the area here where they've had like one zoom meeting so far or none and it's i i would really like to see those lodges maybe i maybe i'm wrong and, and they're doing something else heroic that i'm not aware of which is entirely possible but it seems like there should be something out there that your oh, lodge should be doing. i that.
2: heard everything happens in washington goes past your window <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <a minute>. Yeah. <laughs> well you know it's funny you say that I, I know that in our district uh, district 9 there's um, two lodges that are doing things on zoom and they're both in Kelowna uh, so all the other six lodges out towards Revelstoke aren't doing anything that way and, and down in district 10 where I think there's maybe five or six lodges um They're having their, they're having their, uh, one of them, uh, Peachland 56, has just started having their Board of General Purpose meetings once a month um, to get together, if you will, uh, which is great. I mean, there's been a lot of guys down there. They still were going for coffee, they were doing all the rebellious stuff. Um, But if you ever looked at the, activity calendar for District 10 um, in the past, um, I think every meeting was a coffee meeting, except a lodge night. Um, and the calendar was full of them. It's like they must all be retired or something because they're all doing coffee every day, right? And then if it wasn't a lodge one, there's the Eastern Star Coffee one, Then there's the Shriner coffee meeting, and then, you know, so uh, I think they were still getting together the best they could, doing social distancing at the coffee shops when they were still allowed and whatnot, but being on Zoom, it wasn't high on their list, and uh, it came to be more prevalent when the district deputy grandmasters were wanting to do um, their visits, because I don't know about down in Washington, but uh, usually in our in our jurisdiction, the district deputy grandmaster's lodge that he's representing hosts the uh, uh, district deputy's official visit and usually the grandmaster's official visit to that district. Um, however, like in our case, our district deputy grandmaster's worshipful master uh, is anti-zoom and anti-online uh, stuff, right? So couldn't get anybody to organize something like that. They haven't been doing it. So nobody's in touch with it, right? Um, And if you started going around, that's when we realized that nobody else is doing it either. So we've actually created a virtual district nine lodge made up of uh, the offices are made up of the various lodges so that we can have at least one virtual official visit for our district deputy grand master. And uh, we'll also be able to now have one virtual lodge for the grand master's official visit to the district too.
1: These meetings, of course, have no actual ceremony or ritual and uh, opening, closing, passing of words, anything of that nature. So we're using the language. And I think that can be a little confusing, if not deceptive when we talk about having an online lodge, when it's not really a lodge. We all understand, but maybe, we don't all understand.
2: Right, I, good I, point. I, uh,
1: which brings brings me back to what's happening in, in Washington and far be it that we should comment on what's happening in, in another jurisdiction, it hasn't stopped us before. The The language it, uh, creates in practice, much the similar situation as we have up here, but the language in my mind is a, is a thin wedge that potentially leads to further change, because there are those brethren who would like to see everything done online. Don't understand why we can't, because they run their businesses online and they run their social lives online. They <coughs> like they met their wives online. You know that that's that demographic. Um, and I see uh, potential changes to your constitution in Washington that would allow tile meetings online seems to be uh, the intent of some of the language that I've been reading about. And there's been similar, not so much discussions, but uh, conversations in this jurisdiction along the same lines. Uh, And every baby step we take leads us into a scary future where I may not view it as being Freemasonry anymore. And that, that concerns me. There's, there's two issues, or two questions. One is Lodges and the other is Grand Lodges. Uh, and what is being pushed for in this jurisdiction is to allow Grand Lodge to be called online, so that we can actually receive reports, uh, have discussions I guess, uh, but vote on receiving reports and vote on constitutional amendments, uh, vote a ballot on candidates for for the grand uh, we only well we generally only elect for the junior grand warden um and those who were promoting that are those people who pretty much live online already swear that it's perfectly secure and safe and don't get my argument or don't accept my argument or don't feel it's an overwhelming one that it's just simply not tiled but that seems to be sort of the direction we're moving in.
2: I'm, I'm afraid of that. You know, I, I, uh, I understand that there's a push for Grand Lodge to happen this year, uh, whether it's virtual or, or in person uh, because COVID's over. Um, I think that even if COVID is over, I think that every Grand Lodge officer is being deprived of the experience of a full term in his office. Um, I've never been a a district deputy and been received in the lodges in a formal fashion, but I've been part of a lot of them and I've observed a lot lot of them. And in, in, in observing it, I can see how... Heartwarming it is for um, a lot of the guys to be received by their peers and, and to be appreciated, and you know just because things are virtual, the and these guys are not getting that this year, and I think it would be a crying shame for them to be out of the uh, of the position and, and um, uh, you know yeah sure they get the title they get the apron and and all that but they're not getting that experience and, and I think that that's the best part of it and I think it's a crying shame.
1: So we, that's an argument for retaining officers for another year which mm-hmm. is part of this discussion but uh, when we're talking about tile meetings when we're talking about having an annual communication online. So one of the arguments for doing this, or for having Lodge meetings, and and you you touched on this, Matthew, uh, is that we extend the franchise. We we grow democracy. Everyone gets to participate, whether they can make it to Lodge or not. I don't want to come across as being anti-democratic, but I have seen too many Lodges frozen in time, because there was a handful of brethren who didn't come out to meetings didn't participate except when it was that one vote that they felt strongly about where they were going to change the dues or the meeting night or whatever and suddenly a whole bunch of people who can't be bothered to actually turn up for a meeting will come into zoom and and vote and impose their will on those of us who are actually there doing something Oh, That's the other not, side. You
0: never that. see as many people at lodge as the night you vote to, to raise your dues. That'll <laughs> that'll get them all out of the woodwork, and
1: you'll never see them for another until you do it again.
0: Yep, exactly. The, it's um, what were we just talking about? Oh, now I'm doing democracy thing right. is important to us. What's that?
1: Democracy is important to us, and I get that, but <laughs> to, to those who don't, who aren't actually going to be affected by that. You know, they're not actually coming out to meetings. They're not actually getting involved. <clears throat> Should they be entitled to have that vote just because we now have the technology to allow them to.
0: And it's, it's interesting. There actually are, at least that I know of, two online lodges that are, exist online. There's a Castle Island Virtual Lodge, which I think is out of Manitoba, I believe. I wanna say it's the Grand Lodge of Manitoba. And there's Endeavor Virtual Lodge out of uh, the state of Victoria down in Australia. And they do; they exist online. That is, that is all they are. I, I think do they not either.
1: have physical meetings to deal with officers, elections, or whatever.
0: I, I think they operate under certain restrictions from their grand lodges, but I don't exactly know enough about it to speak intelligently about it. I, I, I know that they have Castle Island, for instance. So there's a, I, I don't want to shock anyone, but there are other Masonic podcasts out there, and one of the guys from one of these other podcasts, which I'll <laughs> remain nameless, uh is lives in ohio and he is the i want to say senior deacon for this grant this lodge in manitoba that so they are and they've had guys there from like italy and that sort of stuff that are their officers and so they they there must be some dispensation there for them to conduct a certain amount of business i from what i understand there is restrictions on like they can't do degrees the degrees have to be in person but that the pretty much everything else I, like I said, I shouldn't talk because I don't know enough about it to talk intelligently. Yeah. There, are, there are restrictions, but other than that, they do exist solely online.
1: Well, there are two yeah. lodges I'm aware of. Internet Lodge out of England, and I cannot remember the number, has members all around the globe. Uh, it's been around for over 20 years. I can't, It may have been the first Internet Lodge, but they also have at least once, maybe a couple of times a year, a physical meeting mm-hmm. uh, where they install uh, and elect their officers. They don't do any of the anything that would be tiled online. It's mm-hmm. all education and 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 uh, socializing that they do online. There's also an internet lodge in Alberta, which I believe operates much the same way.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I I got to go to one of the Castle Island meetings once, and it was weird because I was attending on my phone in my car. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, how did, is this really a tiled space? I, I'm not quite sure, but, uh, I was assured that it was okay. So I'm okay. Um, but it was, I mean, essentially they, they had a bare minimum of business at the beginning of the meeting and they had a speaker there who, who I was interested in hearing speak. So they, I, you know, I went essentially for the Masonic education and there was, I think the only other thing they did was vote on a, uh, a petition for, for affiliation, but it was, it was interesting. It was the, just being at a lodge meeting, but not. It was very odd.
1: Well, it's a thin wedge to disaster. Can't
0: be a <laughs> the camel's nose under the tent, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's a different, I hate, so masons as a rule are, as, as Trevor said earlier, are conservative, maybe not politically necessarily, but certainly uh, dispositionally, small C conservative, if you will. I mean, we try to use the exact same words that that in our ritual that we were used 100 years ago. And if you want to change those words, you've got to get a 90% vote of a bunch of grumpy old guys. And, you know, it's we tend to be conservative in that way. And um, so there's a part of me that, like you said earlier, Trevor, uh, hates to see preserving things in amber for questionable reasons but on the other hand you don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater there's some some happy medium in there somewhere and i I don't know that anyone's figured it out yet so it's other than my way my way of course is exactly correct
2: yeah well this this virtual visiting is kind of cool and whatnot but I'm, I still miss lodge. I still miss, you know, shaking my brother's hand and, and, uh, getting the pat on the, on the, uh, shoulder and, and, you know, doing that, uh, work live is I, I miss that. I agree. There's, I know, I know there are studies out there that show that, you know, physical
0: presence and hugging someone and shaking their hand <laughs> is whatever serotonin and, and all those feel good chemicals in your brain, just by, by meeting someone face to face that you just don't get this way. No offense guys, <laughs> but it's mm-hmm. just a, It's just different. It it is. And it's different in important ways. And on that note. Exactly. And on that note, (laughs) um, uh, I hope you all enjoyed our conversation here this evening on the Working Tools podcast. So on behalf of Steve and Trevor and myself and the, the absent David, thank you for listening. And we look forward to talking to you again soon. Goodbye.